The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. Republicans in the Ohio House are proposing a bill that they say would prohibit vaccine and mask mandates in almost all public and private locations in Ohio. ONN's Tino Ramos has more on whether or not that law would have legs. If passed, it would block things like testing, vaccine requirements, and mask mandates. Now, if you recall earlier this month, President Joe Biden announced federal vaccine and testing requirements for employers with more than 100 workers. But if House Bill 425 becomes law, which one do we follow? Well, we went to OSU law professor Peter Shane for the answer. Federal law under the Constitution takes precedence over state law. Some are also concerned that this will really uh, provide some type of confusion of sorts of how lawmakers are handling COVID. In downtown Columbus, Tino Ramos. In local news today, the Jackson Apple Festival, the 80th annual Jackson Apple Festival, continues on the streets of downtown Jackson through Saturday evening. And the Little Miss Apple Festival contest will be held at noon on Saturday on the Belicio Food Stage. Here are your 10 finalists that will be competing. Tylea Henderson, Annabelle Trumbull, Sadie Newkirk, Hadley House, Hazley Brown, Olivia Brown, Michaela Simpson, Natalie Harwood, Carly Baisden, and Callie Baisden. The current Little Miss Apple Festival queen, Kennedy Niddle, will be crowning one of the 10 finalists at the conclusion of Saturday's contest. And in a gesture of thanks to students of the Buckeye Hills Career Center, representatives from Jaffe present each student who helped with the preparation this year with a $25 gift card. Before the festival opened, members of the center's carpentry class helped construct the booths and various attractions, while members of the electrician classes helped supply the area with the necessary power. Additionally, the Buckeye Hills Culinary Class took over the Lions Club booth this year and have been serving food to festival visitors. The annual Apple Festival Band Show will take place on Saturday at 1 p.m. at Jackson High School's Alumni Stadium and will feature 11 area high school bands, including the Marching Ironmen. In addition to the Jackson High School Band, the 2021 installment of the event will include performances by the Adena Warriors, the Alexander Marching Spartans, the Granville Marching Blue Aces, the Oak Hill Marching Oaks, the Piketon Rock and Red Streaks, the South Gallia Marching Rebels, the Benton County Marching Vikings, the Waverly Marching Tigers, the Wheelersburg Marching Pirate Band, and the Xenia Marching Buccaneers. Don't miss a great afternoon of e- afternoon of musical entertainment. The Oak Hill Village Council members have learned that the town's new police vehicle has arrived and is now being used by the department. September 14th Village Council meeting, Police Chief David P. Ward stated that the vehicle is having its final detailing done and will soon be available for public display and pictures. The village also wanted to extend its thanks to show companies and individuals that did some landscaping around the Imogene Brunton Davis Memorial Building. The village wanted to thank Kelly's Landscaping and River Valley Stone and the Oak Hill High School football team for all their work on this project. During the report to council, Mayor Paul McNeil stated that the pool is now closed for the year. Its water has been drained, and with the pool in mind, the village has applied for a NatureWorks grant from the Jackson County Commissioners. If approved, a splash pad would be placed in the pool area over the off-season. Fiscal Officer Susan King also said that the village would be getting more federal money from the CARES Act, which will be collected in separate payments. She also said the village is still waiting for word on whether a large $750,000 neighborhood revitalization grant application process has been approved. The next meeting of Oak Hill Council will be Tuesday, September 28th at 6 p.m. Years ago, when the city of Wellston was under the dreaded classification of fiscal emergency through the state auditor's office, one area of focus to help save money was that of street lights, with the city ultimately choosing to cut $400 altogether. Though the lights were removed, the poles remained in place in most cases, and now that the city is far removed from the days of financial insolvency, discussions have been taking place regarding the replacement of at least a portion of those lights. 
This issue has been a talking point for Wilson City Council for many months. As discussions continued recently, city officials unofficially decided to look into replacing up to 50 of these lights, and council members were tasked with compiling a list of areas that would be best served to that end. For that list, check out the Telegram or online at thetelegramnews.com. The Benton County Local Schools and the University of Rio Grande Community College are getting recognition for their Spanish language dual teaching program. This recognition is coming from Ohio State University PhD candidate M. Ray Basic. He's working on his dissertation on a seal of biliteracy for high school and college combination of Spanish programs in rural and suburban school districts. He's been in contact with the Ohio Department of Education as well, and the Benton County and Rio Grande combination will serve as the model for this. For more on this, again, check out upcoming issues of the Telegram. The community may remember the 200 Broadway Street building as the former JVAC Art in the Heart sales store and also county records storage building or part of the neighborhood Amvet's location. Now, Amber Oaks and her family have turned the site into a potential sensation known as the Healing Hippie. The Healing Hippie currently operates as a by-appointment massage studio, the services of which are offered by Oaks herself. Oaks also has a grand design on its final form and what she envisions for the store's future. For more information or to schedule an appointment, you can call 577-3036. They're open at 200 Broadway Street. Visitors will be treated to a pleasant demeanor of Deanna Taylor, Amber Oaks' mother, who will be happy to schedule an appointment for you. In sports, former Ohio State Buckeye Justin Fields is returning to the Buckeye State this weekend, but as the Chicago Bears starting quarterback, here's more from ONN's Angela Ann. The Bears on Wednesday announced Fields will get his first start in the NFL this Sunday. The Bears are taking on the Cleveland Browns, and Fields told reporters that he's been preparing for this moment for a long time. He's ready to go. I'm Angela Ann. In other news today, according to the Ohio Department of Transportation District 10, the following construction and maintenance projects are anticipated to affect highways in Vinton County next week. A bridge repair project will begin on Monday on State Route 32 between Thompsonville Road, which is County Road 10, State Route 160. Single-lane closures will be in place. Work on the project is estimated to be completed on Friday, October 8th. And the Jackson Township trustees would like to announce that there will be numerous road construction projects going on for the next two weeks. This may result in delays or multiple roads closures. The township wants to apologize in advance for any inconvenience. Saturday, October 9th, will mark the 20th Petersburg Scioto School Reunion, which will be held at the Scioto Township Firehouse, which is the site of the old school on State Route 776 in Jackson. Doors will open at 11 a.m. Admittance will cost $12 per person at the door. Lunch will be served at noon. The reunion's program will begin at 1 p.m., and the floor will be open at 145. Attendees are encouraged to bring pictures or memorabilia to display. RSVPs must be registered on or before Saturday, October 2nd, so that an accurate number of attendees may be counted. To do so, call 988-0007, text 418-7733, or email bdavisda at gmail.com. You're also asked to help spread the word about the event. And finally today, members of the Jackson High School Class of 1991 are encouraged to attend their 30-year reunion events happening this weekend on Saturday. There will be happy hour events on Saturday at Stockroom 601 from 4 to 6. There was originally going to be a gathering from 7 to 11, but that event has been canceled. You can contact Kelly Rose Millet with questions and to RSVP. If you have any questions, email krmillet at gmail.com. You're also encouraged to join the Facebook group at Jackson OH High School Class of 1991. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.